Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan. 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Ah, I can't believe it. (laughs) Actually, uh, of course I can believe it. Like, I don't know why I was thinking positively. I don't know why I got all excited and pumped for tonight. Keith McPherson on the fan. Uh, Please help. Please help me figure out what happened in the garden. What happened in Brooklyn. I went to Brooklyn. I just came back and watched the highlights from the Knicks game. What a killjoy. I feel nothing right now. And I feel like we just have nothing right now. The Liberty can't execute. They lose. You watch the Vegas Aces pop champagne celebrate in Brooklyn. And then we get to this week and we're like, it's a holiday today. So excited to get back in the arena. Hype videos and seeing all our friends and fans and putting your NBA gear on, your Knicks gear on, your Nets gear on, going into the arena to yell and scream and feel good about the start of the NBA season. (laughs) You're just reminded, it's misery all the time. (laughs) Ah, You don't get into sports to feel like this. Both of these teams had those games. The Knicks were up six with three and a half minutes left. The Nets were up six with a minute and a half left. What happened? Just must be because it's open night, opening night. Like, must be because it's the first game, right? No, it's the first game for the Celtics, too. It's the first game for the Cavaliers, too. And I guess they have better teams. I don't even want to give them that. I don't even want to say that they're better teams. I don't even want to say that the Knicks and the Nets lost to better teams because we don't know that yet. It's a new season. But it sucks to feel the joy of having the lead, to feel the joy smelling a win, to feel that joy, and then it sucked away. Kill joys. Good grief. I couldn't believe it. So I'll start with the Nets because I was physically there, and I'm still looking at the box score with the Knicks. I was keeping an eye on the Knicks score while I was in Nets world. And I got the update when they took the the lead for the first time. And I'm thinking the Knicks are going to win. And then I leave the Brooklyn Nets game at 449 to get on the train to get back here. And I'm thinking, hey, 
the Nets are going to get a win. I, I was in the block with the Brooklyn Brigade. Shout out to all my guys and girls, the Nets fans, the spot where we all chant Brooklyn and let's go Nets and defense. And my last words were, hey, close it out. Let's get a win. And right before I left, I'm screaming, put Cam Thomas back in. Cam Thomas continues to make and break records. Tonight, Cam Thomas breaks the record for most points off the bench in an opener. He goes for 36, probably would have gone for 40 if they played him more than 25 minutes, if they made an effort to get that young man back in the game. But I hate to say this, like Jacques Vaughn, stop acting like he's a child. Stop acting like he's a kid or a liability. He's a bucket. He's a killer, killer cam. Like he would have gone for 40 tonight. And when I left the arena at the 449 mark, he should have been back in the game. You couldn't get across half court to call a timeout. I'm listening on the train and it's agony as I'm I'm listening to the game slip away down the stretch. I don't even want to go through it, but it like it's incredible how they just pissed that game away. And I mean, they missed six free throws tonight, so if you hit your free throws, maybe you don't lose 114 to 113. But, man, down the stretch, what the hell happened? Let's go to the play-by-play so I can relive this agony because my eyes didn't see it. I'm listening to Capper and Carino call it. Shout out to them. But I'm like, no. You can't be serious. (laughs) So late in this game, let's go to the (laughs) 158 mark. Royce O'Neal makes a 23-point three-pointer. The Nets go up 108-105. I mean, I I don't want to do this because it just pissed me off. Just even reading what happened. Cavaliers call timeout. Darius Garland misses. Mikael Bridges makes a free throw. Mikael Bridges makes a free throw. Donovan Mitchell makes a 21-foot pull-up jump shot. They should have won this game. That's so dumb. That's that's a disappointing loss on opening night. Nets fans, I'm sorry. I mean, we don't know what this team's going to be this year. We don't know what to expect. Their identity is supposed to be that they lock down and play defense. Well, I mean, I don't know how many open looks Max Struess got. And then late in the game, letting Donovan Mitchell do that. I don't know. That one, that I feel like I feel like I'm in the twilight zone, bros. I feel like that didn't really just happen. I'm on the train listening. Like, there's no way they're letting this game slip away. Donovan Mitchell makes a 27 point three pointer to make it 114 to 113. Cam Thomas enters the game for Nick. I don't know. I don't know. I'm lost. I'm at a loss for words. I can't put that one together. You know, I'm sitting here. I'm watching the Knicks game and. Uh, I'm watching the highlights to figure out what happened over there as best as I could. It seems like it was a Chris Stapps Porzingis revenge game. And it seems like he was on a mission to stick it to the team that drafted him. He comes out there and leads all scores tonight with 30. And down the stretch, he was in killer mode. Why do the Celtics have Chris Stapps Porzingis and Drew Holiday not? The rich only get richer. They lose Marcus Smart. No problem. We'll retool. RJ hurt his knee right away, played through it. And from the highlights and from the box score, I think RJ played well. But Tatum and KP, 
excuse me, Tatum led all scorers with 34. Porzingis had 30. I mean, trying to stop those two guys. Just watching the highlights, how many contested threes did they just drain? Because these guys are seven foot. Yikes. Tatum was three for eight from deep. Kristaps Porzingis was five of nine from deep. 11 rebounds for Tatum. Eight rebounds for Porzingis. I don't know, yo. Uh, I saw Brunson and Randall start off two for 17. Tough. It's opening night. It's opening night. Rust, hype, excitement, haven't been on your home floor in a real game like preseason. That's why I don't even talk about preseason. I don't react to preseason. Preseason is is glorified pickup. Maybe this is glorified pickup. Brunson and Randall were able to pick it up second half. They get it going. IQ 15 points in 15 minutes off the bench. Yeah, Josh Hart knocked down that three. Open three for the first lead of the night at 86-84. The garden crowd's coming alive. You can see everybody feeling it, smelling a win. Here they come. We can do this. Nine minutes left. Kristaps Porzingis, though. <laughs> IQ was trying to score points. Randall knocks down an open three. Grimes corner three and one. But yeah, Kristaps Porzingis, he hit that dagger. That three at the 101 mark, and then uh, he knocks down his free throws, and that's a tough loss. It's a tough loss. IQ with 24 points off the bench. RJ with 24 points. Those are your leading scorers for the Knicks. Brunson with 15. I got to look at the team stats, but 877-337-6666. I'm sorry. I was in there. Yelling and screaming, thinking we were going to get a win. I honestly I honestly left thinking that the Knicks and the Nets were going to win and we were going to have a little bit of a celebration tonight, right? No baseball on tonight. We could laugh last night at the Phillies and laugh at Manfred League baseball and say, ah, ha, ha. You get the Diamondbacks versus Rangers in this new postseason format with these new rules in the regular season. Manfred, there you go. That's what you get, but... The reality is we're salty because the Mets and the Yankees were supposed to be 100-win teams, postseason teams again this year, and they fell flat on their faces. We can't have anything, man. It's crazy right now in New York. It's crazy how these teams just don't match our energy as fans. It's crazy how these teams just aren't it. They're not good enough. What do we do? How do we change this? What needs to happen? I should have just went to the Devils game. <laughs> I should have just went to Newark, but the Devils lost too. I mean, I don't know where to go with this tonight. I have notes full of things to talk about. The Devils end up losing 6-4, but Tyler Toffoli did his thing. I mean, they were down 3 nothing. I was checking that score. Devils fans are hitting me. The Devils are coming back, but it's rough. Taking L's. I guess we... Have Jets Giants, right? <laughs> the three and three Jets versus the two and five Giants. The toilet bowl, the Snoopy bowl, whatever you want to call it. This is for all the marbles. I just can't get excited about it. I am paralyzed in the fact that the Nets lost that game the way that they lost that game. Couldn't get a timeout. Uh, couldn't get Cam Thomas back in the game. Couldn't play defense down the stretch. Couldn't close. Couldn't close. I swear I was just on last night talking about the Nets and how for so long 
you know, before the KD Kyrie era, it was like they couldn't close games. They didn't have a closer. And I mean, I don't know who the closer is now. Going back to the Nets box score, like I said, Cam Thomas, stop treating him like a kid. It's his third year in the league. He's clearly your best offensive weapon. I know Mikael Bridges is going to turn it up at some point, and uh, he had 20 tonight, but he struggled a bit early, and you expect more out of him. But last year was last year when he was going for almost 30 every night looking like KD. Cam Thomas wants to play. He's rising to the occasion, and you got him on the bench in crucial moments down the stretch. It's not good enough. Jacques Vaughn lost that game for the Nets. You got to be better. You got to call timeouts. You got to get... If that kid is hooping like that, you get that kid in the game to close. You don't sit him on the bench so he can be cold and then try and come into the game and it's too late. Against a Cavaliers team, that's more talented than the Nets. It's that simple. They're more talented than, than the Brooklyn Nets, and they're more of a cohesive unit. They've played together longer. You get 27 from Struess. You got Max Struess. He's on fire. Like, this guy hit nine like he was nine for seven three nine for seventeen. He hit seven threes. There was a point where he hit three in a row, and I'm like, nobody can check him, nobody can stop him. He's going for the heat check. Bang, got it. Darius Garland with fifteen. A coral with eighteen. Ill. I was I was in the arena thinking, wow, I love basketball. I'm glad we're hooping again. I'm glad we're back. And now after that, I'm like, yo, miss me with it. This isn't gonna be fun. We got plenty to talk about in the NFL. We got plenty to talk about with the Jets and the Giants. But I'm going to take your calls on the Knicks and on the Nets. Please call me up if you were in the garden tonight and you felt the energy and you saw how it went down. Nets fans, feel free to call. I was in BC tonight. I saw what it was like in Barclays Center. It was jumping for a minute. RIP Mrs. Whammy. I had to say that in the open. I'm glad that they had that tribute for her. I'm glad I wore red as well for Mr. Whammy and Mrs. Whammy in there. And should have had a win for them. Should have had a win for them. 877-337-6666. Keith McPherson, your nighttime host on The Fan in New York. Let's take this break and we'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Wakanda! Welcome! Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night goes to New York's very own Donovan Mitchell. 
I mean, he hit the big shot against the Nets to win the game. Cam Johnson, what are you doing, bro? I mean, I wanted to give it to Cam Thomas uh, or one of the Knicks. No way was I going to give this to Chris Stapps Porzingis, so I guess we'll give it to a guy that wishes he was here. Maybe the Knicks can go get him. Maybe the Nets can go get him. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Dono. Spider Mitchell. Casamigos, big shot of the night. This guy drops 27 points. He's got four of ten from three and uh, finishes with six assists, five rebounds, four steals, one block, and a win, and a big win for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who everybody says he's he's leaving, he's not signing with. So maybe he'll come play for one of our teams. You need a guy like that, especially in winning time, crunch time moments. Casamigos, big shot of the night, 877-337-6666. I'm going to the phones. I got no energy for this, man. I, I gave my energy to the Nets, yelling and screaming in the arena, and uh, they let me down. They let me down. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Let's go to John in Westfield, New Jersey. First up on the fan. What's up, John? Hey, Keith. Uh, sorry to bother you at work. Did I leave my wallet on your nightstand? Is that a joke? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is, bro. I'm not in the mood for that. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know how y'all are coming with that. Like, what is? What did that mean? Sorry to bother you at work. Did I leave my? What are you talking about, bro? Connor, block that number, man. <laughs> I don't know what these ads are on. That wasn't a good joke. Um, pause. Anyway, Cameron is in Patterson, New Jersey, on the fan. Go for it, Cameron. How you doing, boss? I just want to say a few quick things. One is that not drawing a play for Cam after being so on fire the whole night is crazy to me. I can say making, you know, Bridges like a second option. That makes sense. Like a, have a whole nother play just in case the first one doesn't go through. The other thing I wanted to throw, bring up is the Johnson taking a charge at that time. You know, like at that moment, everyone knows the rest don't call those calls, especially against a star player. Uh, the other thing I wanted to put real quick is Claxton not being in the at the end of the play to get a rebound just in case it's a miss. But somebody, it's like a two-point game. If he gets a rebound, with free, at least he gets two shots. And then the last thing I wanted to say before I get off, it's just, it just feels like it just feels like the jog line must have something against Cam in some way just to not ever want to have a man. Like, like it doesn't make sense. Anyone, a blind man can see how great this kid is scoring-wise. And, and he just keeps seeing like he doesn't – it keeps feeling like he's being forced. Upon Jock Vaughn. Heard you. I, that's what I was saying, bro. That's what I was like, Jock Vaughn, stop it already. It's year three with this kid. Like, he's not a rookie. Stop treating him like a little boy. Like, let him play and put him out there in crunch time, in closing time. He should be starting over Spence. We just saw that tonight. Did you hear did you hear what he said uh in his in, in his uh interview? He, he said, said he was he, tired or something. Um right. and he could tell by his handshake that he was tired. What? He's an NBA player. We're talking. He's about one of the here. youngest players on the team. He ain't tired. It's the first game of the season. He had enough breaks last year. He's ready. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy to go out like that. Jacques Vaughn, is, Jacques Vaughn, Jacques Vaughn, do better. You got to pick it up, Jacques Vaughn. These guys did enough to win that game. You got to pick it up. Have the right guys in the game. And yeah, Cam Johnson. That's super weak, super soft. I just went back and watched it. It's like, why Why is that it, right? This team's supposed to be a uh, Brooklyn grit and a defensive team. That's that's what you're doing with Donovan Mitchell? 
with the game on the line? Let him get a wide open three like that? If Cam Johnson stands strong and just plays defense, that shot doesn't get up. Period. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm blown away that that's what they really did in the end of this game tonight. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Cam. I like, and then you know, not drawing up a play for Cam. It's like, I think Jacques Vaughn is an old school coach. I know he played in the league, so he's a a former player, veteran type coach. And there are some veterans on this Nets team, and I, I find that he's more inclined to go to them, right? You've been in the league longer. Maybe there's a trust thing because you've played longer. Uh, maybe he feels like you've earned your stripes over a guy. I don't care about any of that. Like Cameron just said, a blind man could see. Everybody in the re- arena could see it was Cam's night. I kept saying, and, and I know of anybody from the BK block, the Brooklyn Brigade that was around me, I'm like, it's Cam's game to lose. It's Cam or nothing. He needs to play the whole 25 minutes. He needs to play the whole game. Because Bridges did not have it. No one else had it. That's that's a terrible loss on opening night. It's inexcusable. They did enough to win that game. You let them back in. You let you let them win that game in, in, in crunch time. In, in the last 90 seconds. Pitiful. Greg is in Bergen County on the fan. What's up, Greg? Yo, Keith, man. I went from a, a good mood to a bad mood so quickly. And, you know, I want to like Jock Vaughn. I really do. My son, Eric, the beat reporter for the Nets, he's the one who asked that question on why the uh, – Eric Slater. So long. Yeah. I'm going to have him on the fan. I was trying to get him on a, a couple weeks ago. We just, you know, had some conflict. But when he was at Syracuse, um, I, I interviewed for his uh, college radio show. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he tried to be cool with uh, with Jacques and say, listen, how can you wait so long to put him back in the game? And then, you know, he, then he's answering with this uh, that he's – you know, he's tired and all this or what have you. But, you know, with Jacques, man, how does he not have Ben Simmons in the game instead of Cam Johnson at the end of the game for defensive purposes in that last possession? I mean, Simmons, for all his warts, is not going to be nearly as soft as Cam is on that play, Garden Donovan, you know, on a switch. And then the last possession of the game, how are you not setting a screen for Cam to get a Cora off him and seek out Struess also so he has a better one-on-one situation? There was just absolutely... He said he had a he had a drop I'm, ready for. for I'm for, glad for I was on the train game. listening to Capper and Carino and didn't actually see it because if I would have saw it in the arena with my own eyes, I, I would probably be even more sick. Yeah, you know, and this is the type of game that this team has to win, man. Because you know, the only guy right now who's really a closer is Cam. I you know, with all due respect to Mikel, he's not getting his shots as easily as Cam is. But at the same time. You got to you got to have it. The coach has to help him, man. He has to be a well-designed play rather than just rolling the ball out and say, you know, you you guys, you know, do it. And you know, his his excuses at the end of the game, man. It just uh, it's, it's tough to listen to. They got it's caught the with their game. pants down. That, that's stupid. They know that's a bad loss, and uh, they had that game on opening night. Um, they had the fans and, and, behind yeah. them, and now morale has just gotten completely sucked out of Barclays Center, and yeah, yeah. the what typical I'm, Nets fans are back to the doom yeah. and gloom. Oh, you should have expected it. We're Nets fans. This is typical for us. No, it's not. And Keith, also, man, can we stop Royce O'Neal dribbling the ball? When he, when, when he dribbles the ball, it's a turnover waiting to happen. Mitchell smelled that out. He took it from him at the end. 
And then I just, you know, I, you know, Jack's got to be. He's another veteran in the game that, like, he's trusting in these veterans, man. I, I think the rotations are going to change. I think they're going to have to change. I think Cam Thomas deserves to be a starter with what he did. He literally broke a record tonight. Uh, it's unfortunate that 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 played out the way that it did. And Jacques Vaughn, um, he's got he's got the dirt on his hands. Yeah, he's he's just got to be better. Hopefully, he will, man. All yeah. right, have a good night, Mark. Thanks right. for the call, Gray. Yeah, it's opening night, folks. It's opening night. It's 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 opening night. It's it's one game, I guess. Josh is in the Bronx where the Yanks play. What's up, Josh? Opening night. No excuses. They didn't have to have that last shot. You got a lead. You play defense. You you tighten up. Both the Knicks and the Nets. Thibodeau and Vaughn, man. Tighten it up. Get it right. The Nets are going on the road. They're going to Dallas on Friday. They're playing Kyrie. And here we go again with those annex. Let me tell you something. Cut the shenanigans and, you know, win and be accountable, you know, and just you know, put the pedal to the metal and get some W's. Yeah, it's time. That yeah. counts. You're you're Thank 0 you. one now. Thanks Thank for the you. call, Josh. Yep, it's time. Hello, wake up. Season started on your home floor tonight. You had a win, and we don't know how many wins you're going to be able to get. So you can't afford to let win slip with 84 seconds left. <laughs> uh, where are the Knicks fans at? Joe in Rutherford, Jay Schmeezy on the fan. What's up, man? You're, you're, Keith. How you doing, man? I'm all right. I just, I'm like, I like I, that wouldn't be me coaching. That wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have let that go down. I wouldn't have let that go down. You know, I, as like the quintessential, you know, talking Nets guy that you know you are the Nets fan. Like I saw last night with Durant going to Golden State. Do you think the Nets will have a uh, a video tribute to to Durant when he comes to town this year? They might. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. They might. <laughs> I hope not, but they might show him love. That would be terrible. You know, it, it's uh, it, it is tough. It, it is only the first game, but if you remember last year, uh, the first game in New York with Boston resulted in the Bing Bong craze. So, you know, I mean, I mean, this one stings. This one stings for sure. Chris Stapps, that's why it stings, because you're seeing Chris Stapps Porzingis in a number eight Celtics jersey giving it to you. I, I asked you this last time I called. I said, what New York team has the best chance of giving us a championship? And you said the Liberty, and unfortunately they failed. So <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna and they choked as well. They they pissed down their leg too. Again. I'm gonna finish my call again. What team is gonna give us the chip? Please, I want to know. None. There isn't one in sight. There isn't one in sight. I can't. Listen, I can't I say hope, one. I, 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 I hope to see. I, I hope to see you at the Snoopy Bowl on Sunday. Let's I'm going go to the Giants. Devils game. I meant to hit you, bro. I'm taking wifey to the Devils game. At least I feel uh, confident uh, in the Devils. You know. The the Jets Giants game is not my party. I I don't have any place there. I wanted There's to come no and rock the, the I wanted There's to no rock juice. the tailgate with you, but that's not my party. I don't have a I don't have a dog in the fight. Well, keep keep rocking it, man. I'll be listening and uh, go Giants, go Knicks, go John, uh, go uh, Yankees, and uh, let's let's hope we can get something. Somebody, Knicks. yeah. Let's hope somebody goes. Thanks for the call, Joe. Let's hope somebody goes. Let's let's hope one of these teams go on a run. String together some wins, 
get to the postseason, get to the playoffs, get to the championship, because we've got nothing. It is crazy, yo. It is crazy to me. Opening night in the NBA, both of our teams have games, and they literally have the game in hand. They're up. They have leads. They can secure the victory. Six-point lead with less than four minutes left in the Garden. Less than a minute and a half in Barclays Center. And they find a way to lose. Not ready to play. Not serious. Can't take y'all serious. That's all. Can't take y'all serious. Patrick's on Long Island. What's up, Pat? You're on the fan. Yeah, I was in MSG tonight, man. And all I want to say is let's go Celtics. <laughs> People are corny like that's not even a good like that like you, you should have built that up a little more you should have been like i was in this section and yeah you know when when josh hart hit that three like do better do better if you're gonna call the radio to troll like i'm still trying to feel like people on twitter hit me my boy uh mikey c's hit me about that whole like did i leave my wallet on your nightstand i'm confused by that bro what, you want some dwight howard energy like i don't understand that like i, I didn't think that was funny at all <laughs> like like, what did that mean? Did I leave my wallet on your nightstand? I'm still, I'm, I'm puzzled by that one. You got me. That was a brain buster. I didn't, I didn't get the joke. I didn't, I didn't get the reference. Can I take another call here? Let's go to young Josh and Passaic. What's up, kid? Hey, Keith. How are you? I've been better. I know, me too. First, I got to give a shout out to Moses, my counselor, and Cam, who I know has been listening last few nights. He's just a rock star. But with the Nets, I mean, can we get to, like, Ben Simmons, how he's hyped? How the people are hyping him over journey camp saying, oh, he's fully back. What did I tell y'all? I don't know why he throws up that stupid, like, hook shot. It's got a 10% chance of falling. He's three feet away from the rim. But I was texting Evan about it. I'm like, Evan, last time I saw you, didn't I say Ben Simmons is good for two, two, and two? And that was his line the first, like, the first quarter, first half. And then he started doing a little more. I think he ended up with uh, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, but 2 points. And everybody's saying, oh, he's healthy. Oh, he's back. Look out for Ben Simmons. Look out for him. He does not want to shoot. Cam Johnson had a great pass to him right under the rim. He dished it out to the corner 3. Go up and dunk the ball. I've never seen a guy so allergic to the rim in the NBA. It is crazy to me that a guy like of his stature does not just like want to just smash the ball through the the rim and dunk the ball. He he does not there was a turnover where Dayron Sharp was like a, I think a little pick and roll. A little give and go some where he gave the ball to Dayron. Dayron looked to like give it back to him once he got free and he moved and it was like he he does not want the ball. He does not want the ball. He does not want plays set up or anything set up for him to potentially go and score. He wants to be a distributor only. And, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I, I told y'all, anything extra Ben Simmons can give the Nets is cool, but don't bank on it. Don't look at it as something that's like, oh, yeah, well, this is a healthy Ben. Like, you don't I, – I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's one night. It's opening night. We'll see what he, what he turns into this season. But – I, I said unsubscribe me from the Ben Simmons alert. And, like, after watching him tonight, he's the same guy. Like, three baskets think going to cut it. And somebody was asking me earlier, right before the Nets game, he's like, so are you ready for Ben Simmons to take it off? I'm like, 
I don't trust anything for Ben Simmons to like go out to see him be consistent and four points, nine assists, ten rebounds, and probably five defers. Probably five chances where he could have driven the ball or dunked the ball or gone to the rim and he deferred. Let's see. He was two for six. So the shots that he missed, they were the stupid like Dr. J hook shot he was trying to do. And listen, with also with with uh, Deadwood, like we should really be starting. Obviously, we should be starting Cam Thomas. You see how he's a, a smart, so much of a scorer. And if they really don't like him, then why don't you just start him for a few weeks, have him do good, and then trade him? What's the point of having him being scared to play him if he could score? I don't know what it is, bro. I've been trying to figure it out from last year to this year. Uh, Spencer, like, like I said, it's it's a veteran thing. It's the coach being a former NBA NBA player and being old school and trusting him in veterans. And Spencer Dinwiddie, his second tour here with the Nets, he had five points tonight. He'll uh, be a good six man. That's what he was for the Mavericks. He was good that way. Yeah, go and ahead and start Lonnie Cam. Tonight. Yeah, Lonnie Walker didn't get off the bench. Harry Giles. That's why I said the rotations and stuff. I think are going to change. Um, we have a top 20 pick. Dayron Sharp, what 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 purpose does Dayron Sharp serve? Uh, he's a backup center because they really don't have... Like, one thing I'll give the Nets tonight, let me go to team stats. They did rebound tonight. They won the offensive rebound battle. That was That's different. That's a change. 50 rebounds tonight to 38 for the Cavaliers, but they still found a way to lose. Thanks for the call, young Josh. 877-337. 6666, call me up. We can continue the conversation around the Nets and Knicks disappointing losses on opening night until like 12, and then I got to turn the page. Keith McPherson on the fan right back after this. 11.30 on my watch. Probably be uh, 11.33, 11.34 when you hear this. Maybe 11.32, little radio delay. Keith McPherson on the fan. Uh, the Knicks lose, the Nets lose. And they ruined the holiday. They ruined the start to the NBA season and opening night of both of our basketball arenas. And they just remind us here in New York, we can't have nice things. Killjoy, buzzkill. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat all in a matter of minutes. 877-337-6666. So, I mean, positives from the Nets game. Cam Thomas broke a record tonight. 36 points, that's the most points off the bench in an opener. Dennis Smith Smith Jr.'s first game in a Brooklyn jersey, he hit a big three, he played tough, he had some moments in that game that were winning moments, and uh, I'm glad he's a Brooklyn net. They found a way to rebound. They out-rebound the Celtics by 12 rebounds. But all in all, there's not much else in a loss to point to. They had three more fast break points. They had six more points in the paint. They had less fouls. We, You know what we saw tonight? We saw Darius Garland get a T. He got a tech for the uh, you know excessive flop, whatever they're calling it this year, when guys flop and try to sell too much. And it's like, all right. If you're falling out and doing all the theatrics and throwing your body on the you know floor, we're gonna we're gonna tee you up so you don't do that. We saw that happen tonight. 
think that's going to change a lot of games and a lot of behavior with some of these players. But, yeah, I don't know. It's opening night. Can't get that deep in it. Can't be that pissed off about it. It's one game, and there's plenty more games to go. Uh, it just sucks because you want the morale. You want the good feeling of protecting home court the first game out, the first night out in front of your fans, and you had it. You know, I, it would have been different if, if, like, you know, the Nets started off slow. And I'm like, where is the defense? The Nets started off slow. And if they would have just never competed, never, you know, made it close and then took the lead. And, and then I'd just be like, all right, you know, you got beat by a better team. There's more talent on the Cavaliers. They've got Donovan Mitchell. I don't even know. That, that team is not that much better than the Nets. The Nets should have beat them tonight. And then on the, the Knicks-Celtics game, everybody expected the Celtics to win, right? The Celtics are stacked. They got Porzingis now. They got Drew Holiday now. No way could the Knicks beat the Celtics. They could have. They were right there. And you got strong performances out of some guys that you're looking for to be strong performers. IQ. It's a prove-it year. Didn't get the extension done. He was solid. RJ Barrett building off of what he did this summer with Team Canada. Like I said, RJ, we saw RJ get hurt right away. And, I, and he shook it off and he played through it and he had a good night. Brunson's got to be better. Randall's got to be better. Uh, but they, you know, they started off slow and then they got better. I don't know, man. Should have won. I honestly was sitting in the arena in the fourth quarter of both games thinking, all right, I got to go get on the train. I got to get back to the station because we're going to get a bunch of calls about the Knicks and the Nets and how the Knicks won in the Garden, how the Garden was alive, and they came back late and stole this game from the Celtics again. And look at the Nets. These Nets, without all the superstars, scrappy players getting back to the old Brooklyn Nets, they win their first game. And nope, nope, buzzkill, killjoy. Mike's in Connecticut. Mike, you're on the fan. Hey, Keith, what are New York fans going to do? I mean... You know, look at the Knicks game tonight. I mean, you're watching a game. You're right. That stadium was roaring for a while. And then the air just all came out of it. They lose a game they should have won. I mean, flicking back and forth between that and the Nets game, they lose a game that they certainly could have won. I mean, the Giants are trying to hold on for dear life to their season. Who knows what's going to happen with the Jets? I mean, what are New York fans supposed to do? I mean, the Mets lose their best reliever before the season starts. The Yankees get Judge hurt for the good part of the year. The Jets bring in Rodgers. He's hurt. Fourth play, third, fourth play of the game that he gets involved in. I mean, a New York sports team just... We're in a bad way. We're in a bad way. It's negative. It's toxic. I just want it to be better for at least one of the teams. Like, could at least one of these teams be a champion, be a team that we come in here and we're like, wow, they're kicking ass. Wow, they're dominating. This is the team that represents the city. It's just, yeah, I mean, you know, this is a major market, obviously, New York City, the New York metropolitan area. I mean, we got three hockey teams, two, three, you know, football teams when I got the Bills upstate, but, I mean, two baseball teams, and, and we got nobody going anywhere. I mean, and I know you're right. It's first game of the year for the NBA, but, boy, when, when you got your crowd, your home crowd roaring opening night, and you're that close, when you can taste that victory and then it gets yanked away from you, I mean, it's just recipe for frustration it really is and yeah it, it sucks to be happening with all our new york it teams. sucks mike because in the east 
you know that the Celtics are going to be right at the top. You know Giannis and Damian Lillard and the Bucks are going to be up there. You know Embiid is going to dominate. You know that when it's playoff time, playoff Jimmy Butler and the Heat are going to rise. So it's like, man, you got to get every win you can. And when you start off the season like that, it's just kind of like it's hard to believe that this is going to be a year where we can really get that excited on either side. I mean, the Nets, we don't have like Nets fans, we don't know what this team is going to be. But I know that they could have won that game tonight, and they found a way to give it up. And the Knicks, do we expect them to be better than they were last year? What they did last year was great. They had a great run last year. I don't know if they're going to be able to duplicate it. You know, Sal was talking, I was into the day, the, uh, them on days, talking about like the Mets this year collapsing early in the season. And he said he thinks it's almost better that <laughs> that if they're going to collapse, they do it early. You know, do you want your team going to the – NFL team, you want to go to the you know national no, championship I, I, game and losing, I, I or do think, you want to just be out of it by week seven? I think I saw on uh, baseball tonight with Sal, and I'm gonna get to to BT Sal and, and Carl Banks once we get uh after you know the twelve o'clock hour. But I don't I don't believe that that like no, you want your dreams shattered in the baseball season in June. The Met fan their their season was over when they could not win a series in June. At least the Yankee fan, which I, I I knew the season was over in June when Judge got hurt, but at least the Yankee fans had hope that Judge was going to return and that they were, you know, 10 games over 500 and they were in the hunt and they could possibly get into the postseason. And look at the Arizona Diamondbacks, an 84-win team. You think their fans wanted them to just, oh, their season's over? No, stay alive no. and anything can happen. And I saw the comparison on baseball night in New York, and I think Sal said he took it from Boomer and Geo. Where he said, would you rather have had the Mets season or the Phillies season? The Phillies season Philly, 10 times day. out of 10. They got postseason games. They got postseason energy. They got a, a, a bunch of moments and wins. Yeah, you came up short. But, like, you you, you believed for a while. I'd rather believe you, for a while. And you want to see your team just improving, you know, if – if they win and they get to the playoffs this year, and then next year they get to the you know the series or to the divisionals, that's what you want to see some improvement. You're right. I don't want my season over in, in June. I mean, I, you know, no, nobody gets into this for the misery. Like, nobody gets into this to be like, oh, I hate my team. Nope. You you want to dream. You want to hope. You want to think, hey, we can win it this year. And when you're when you're in it, like the Phillies were, the the, the Phillies fans thought that they were going back to the World Series a week ago. I mean, it's just so frustrating, and I, again, I hope both teams turn around because it's just good, especially for you guys being in the business. I mean, for us fans, it's just something we, you know, no, it's not good. (laughs) I went to the game tonight. It's not good for me. It's not good for my health. Like, it's not good for me. I don't like. I get the job to be on WFAN. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be down. I can't fake it. I'm too real. I'm too authentic. Like, I can't. I can't just come in here and do a a, a blanket show. All oh, the Brooklyn Nets lose a game, and the, like, no. Like, I feel for my fan, my friends that are Knicks fans that went to that game. It costs a lot of money to go to these games. You wait months to go to these games. You pick out a fit to go to these games and, and rep your team, and then you're just disappointed. It's hard to sleep at night after that. Absolutely. Hey, Keith, love the show. Thanks for taking the call. Thanks for the call, Mike. Yeah, nah, I was. I listened to C Max say that. <laughs> C Max, like, of course. You know, I get my overnight show. I I work ten and a half years to get my show on the fan, and the Yankees are terrible. And look at the Giants. Now look at the Knicks. 
They, they, they have it. They have all the energy, all the excitement. The garden is alive. The Mecca. The world's most famous. And you're this close to knocking off the Celtics, who majority of the pundits and analysts and people that talk basketball are expecting them to be in the Eastern Conference Finals again because that's where they find themselves almost every year. And the New York Knicks could have beat them tonight. And then to have Chris Stapps Porzingis who you drafted, be the one that's killing you like that? That's not fun. And the, the fans are chanting, F poor Zingis. Yeah, firing him up. He's used to that garden crowd. He's used to that energy. He was ready for it. First game with the Celtics. And these Boston fans are loving it. You had a goofy Boston fan calling, oh, I was in the garden, let's go Celtics. Do better. Build it up more. Like, if you're going to troll and you're going to call, like, Actually, like, go through with the call where I think you're going to, you know, sell it more. Like, yeah, I was in the garden and around the third quarter. Like, then do the let's go Celtics. I feel for the fans of all these New York teams. Next thing you know, if the Nets and the Knicks start off slow, really more so the Knicks because there's, there's higher expectations for the Knicks based on what they did last year and pretty much having the same team, right? The Nets, they got nuked at the trade deadline last year. We all know the, the biggest laughing stock in the NBA, one of the biggest disasters in the NBA over the last few years, what happened in Brooklyn with all the shenanigans and all the hype and all the expectations with those guys. And me personally, as a Nets fan, what I thought was, okay, we're going to get back to basketball. We're going to get back to the hooping fundamentals we're gonna get back to good basketball and it's not gonna be anything else but basketball and then they do what they did in the end of that game and then the coach right like not to throw Jacques Vaughn under the bus but I was talking about Kenny Atkinson yesterday and how that group of Brooklyn Nets led by Kenny Atkinson that was the group of Brooklyn Nets you know obviously years after Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and B-Lo and then Darren Williams were playing in Brooklyn like years after that when Kenny Atkinson got a little bit of a team together that we could be proud of. Like we really liked that team. There's still Nets fans talking about that D'Lo led team. Kenny was a good coach and they decided to kick him to the curb, right? He had to drive around in the, uh, the Toyota Camry when they upgraded to the Ferrari. They, they, they passed the keys to Steve Nash who had never driven any cars before in the NBA. How'd that go? How'd that work out? And uh, the interim coach between Kenny and Steve Nash was Jacques Vaughn. And Jacques Vaughn went to the bubble, and the Nets got swept. (laughs) And the Nets also got swept with Jacques Vaughn uh, leading the way against Philly last year. And now that's that's your coach in Brooklyn for the next few years. And I don't know what I really think about him as the coach. I don't know what... I really think about this team yet. It's opening night, but like so far, mm, not great. Not great. Drop a play at the end. Drop a play at the end to get the guy that broke the record for most points off the bench to get him open so he can hit a shot and win you the game and salvage that one. Nope. Froze. Froze in the moment. 877-337-6666. Alex is in Linden, New Jersey. What up, Alex? You're on the fan. Hey, what's going on, Keith? How are you tonight? Good, good, but uh, I've been better. You know, I just wish, I I thought, like, it sucks because, like, I, I get ready for shows 
and I go to the games, whether I go to the Yankee game and I'm looking at the out-of-town scoreboard at the Mets, or I'm, I'm in Brooklyn and I'm looking at the Knicks and I'm getting alerts on the Knicks, oh, the Knicks just took the lead. I literally was reporting to the homies in the block, like, yo, the Knicks just took the lead. And I'm thinking that I'm going to get on the train and get here and talk about the Knicks win, the Nets win, and just that fast is like, no. So yeah, man, I, uh, my question is, I don't know if you caught it, I might have missed you talking about it earlier, they took Grimes out right after he hit that 3-1. and Seems a little crazy to me, the rotation was working, and they just always want to force Randall back in. Um, just I'm going to ask about that hang-up and listen, and then also I went to Game 7 last night, Keith, as a Yankee fan. I was not mad the Phillies lost. <laughs> Good <up> for you. <laughs> to be around all those Philadelphia yeah, fans that were riding high, thinking they're going back to the World Series, they were sick. Good for you to go watch that. Thanks for the call, Alex. Now, I did not watch the Knicks game. I watched the YouTube highlights, which were 9 minutes and 52 seconds. What I'll say about substitutions, especially on night one, they got to figure it out. That's what I said. I didn't say a word about the Knicks or Nets preseason games. They don't matter. And so if you're going back to last year, and you're talking about, you know, rotations for the Knicks into this year, they're figuring it out. They're making decisions, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Tonight, whoever was on the floor for the Knicks at the end of the game, whoever was on the floor for the Nets at the end of the game, it did not work. L's. We got two L's like Philadelphia. Can't spell Philly without two L's. How'd they go and lose back-to-back games? I, I was talking to somebody at the Brooklyn Nets game. Shout out to the guy. I can't remember your name, bro, but he was talking about how he – he, you know, usually listens to WFAM, but last night he had to listen to WIP, and they were just ripping the Philadelphia Phillies. Well, misery loves company. 877-337-6666. We'll be right back after this. It's about to be Thursday, week eight in the NFL. When we uh, switch studios and I say good morning on the other side, I got to talk about BT and Sal and what I heard today. I didn't hear it live, but I made sure to go back and listen to the whole Carl Banks thing. And they say there's no such publicity as bad publicity, but like that wasn't cool. Uh, And I know it brought a lot of attention to WFAN and their show, but man, uh, I got some thoughts on that. And I mean, I got to speak on that. It's interesting, man. Um, <laughs> with the changes to our lineup here at WFAN from Craig leaving. Uh, let me let me take some calls before we get to the top of the hour. Joe is in Fairlawn. What's up, Joe? You're on the fan. How you doing, Keith? First time uh, speaking to you. I would listen to you since you started. Uh, just one comment on the Knicks. I've been a Knicks fan since the early 60s when they were lousy. Uh, and then they finally got good, and they won a couple championships. Okay. Please explain this to me. I played ball in my life. The easiest thing to do as a basketball player is to shoot free throws. There's no hand in your face. You just have to concentrate and shoot the free throws. Yeah. The Knicks miss so many free throws, and they're going to lose a lot of games. A lot of games that way. Their center can't make a free throw. You know, he's he's worthless. He can sure he's good defensively and gets rebounds. Oh, wow. They missed 12 free throws. That's double the amount that the Nets missed tonight. And I was mad about the six that the Nets missed tonight. I, for the life of me, I can't understand that. You know, That's I'm the saying, game right there. They they lost by four points. 
I listen. I agree with you, and I, I agree with a lot of points that you make. Uh, listen, they're not going anywhere this year. They're going to be worse than last year. If they can't, they shot fifty percent from the charity stripe. Yep, Julius Julius Randle is no good. They got to get rid of him. He's no good. He, he he's he's just a, a bruiser. He's not a finesse player. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Quigley is good. I like him. <laughs> he might he might be elsewhere. So they didn't extend him. So yeah, well, Quigley is the one guy to put the ball in the ocean for crying out loud. But uh, the guy they traded for last year, the reserve the reserve guard, he's not bad. But I tell you. They don't make free throws. If this is going to be like this, they they found a way to lose. They they were up nine points or six six points in the fourth quarter, and then they 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 get fouled. The center gets on the free throw line, brick brick. Uh, even the even the, the the star guard, the lefty, uh, who's Brunson, he missed a lot of free throws early. I mean, you can't opening night jitters. I'm just going to chalk this up to opening night. Like I said, the Nets missed six free throws and had me pissed. Cam Thomas would have had 40. Uh, <laughs> I think he missed four free throws. I might be giving him an extra one or two. This, I know he, he missed at least two. This is a chance two. for them to start off right and give the fans some hope. And then just give it away. They they found a way to lose. That's what the Knicks did. Yes, they, the Nets too. It's, yeah, a, it's unacceptable, I, man. It's like we need better. This is New York. All these people show up. It was packed in Barclays Center. It was a sellout. It was a sellout in Madison Square Garden, too. And that's what we get. We're all walking out, hanging our heads. It's it's, it's awful. And New York is the mecca of, of sports. It's the mecca and, of everything. And we can't, we, we can't get competent teams. Uh, the Giants and the Jets, forget about it. They're not, they're not, they're not that good. Uh, uh, the Yankees, we know I'm a big Yankee fan. I was very disappointed in the Yankees. The Mets, they gave it up early. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't follow hockey. Uh, I, I like the Rangers, but I, don't, I, I couldn't maybe except Zadina Chip on, on their team. Uh, it, it's okay. It's, it, there's nothing. It's a long winter coming, baby. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, get us to winter meetings, and maybe Steve Cohen will buy some players, and maybe the Yankees will actually spend their money. Thanks for the call, Joe. Ron and Flatbush, please stay on the line. I would love to talk to you, but I have to break and switch uh, switch studios. And the last thing I will say is, yeah, so Cam Thomas, he missed three free throws. He would have had 39. Uh, Mikhail Bridges missed a free throw. Cam Johnson missed a free throw. Let's go to the Knicks box score. Julius Randle missed four free throws. R.J. Barrett missed one. Mitchell Robinson 0 for 2. Brunson 0 for 1. Quentin Grimes, 0 for 1. Hartenstein, miss 1. Hart, miss 1. Quickly miss 1. You, you, can't, you can't miss the freebies. That's the whole game right there. They put you on the line, you make them pay. Easy. Boom, boom. I don't know, man. It's opening night. These guys got to get ready to play. It's a long season. We're going to switch studios. I'll say good morning on the other side. We'll open it up to a lot of different conversation about a lot of different things. There's a few things in my notes I want to get to. We definitely got to talk Jets and Giants as it'll be Thursday. Thursday night football week eight starts. Uh, Brock Purdy is concussed. And I had a show last week where I was talking about how you need two quarterbacks. And if you look around the league, everybody is on their second quarterback for the most part. Half the league is going with QB2. Um, we'll talk about the puck a little bit. 
maybe there's hope for the Rangers, the Devils, the Isles, but I don't I just I think we're we're down bad. We're down tremendous here in New York as sports fans. Call me up. Let's talk about it. Keith McPherson on the fan. We'll be right back. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 